Okay, let's begin with uh, two questions which we still need uh, more time to develop, but we'll just put it out there. Siakov asked me right before we started tonight, isn't it clear from many different sugyas and ashkafically, isn't it clear that Ruchnius is even more important than Gashmius? The example you were asking about is the Kavachemer with the Bracha on food, Kavachemer to Bechsatera. Um, we certainly agree with that. The problem with the sugya is twofold. Number one, the one Beferish Gemara we have, which would speak to this, is that we don't say Chatei B'Shor That's the problem. That's Beferish. This is not Beferish. This Gemara in Yuma V'chaibem. Usually people interpret it. If you weren't in this sugya, you would say it's talking about Sakana, medical issues. Can you also apply it to Ruchnius? You can make a Kalachim. The problem is you're going to bump into the sugya Chatei. And therefore, it will depend on what the Beis have outlined last night, which Teretz Atesis you hold. And the Rosh Ball is like the first one, and the Beis goes to the second one. So that's the first stop in the sugya, is you've got to reconcile it with that other sugya. The second practical one, which I'm not going to get to for another uh, week or so, is similar to my interesting uh, Mincha story with that fellow who was actively involved in trying to bring people into programs. They didn't have time for Mincha besides the fact that's not very good for Yeruchnias and it's not sustainable but if you take that to an even more extreme example if you really want to make calls and run programs around the clock you want to run six locations of a Shabbaton in each one with 900 people apiece you have to shuttle between them so you have a heter not to keep Shabbos because you can get more people in because that would be the conclusion statistically and that can't be whatever the, whatever the sugi is remind me at the end that can't be the Moskana Lachalamaisa even though over here we're debating this very issue so you say this is a chilic question is, is it a mechalic and that is uh, you need a chilic lefanecha to be mechal Shabbos from the physical realm you can't do medical research Nadvida says this about autopsies and he says you can't just keep doing autopsies because you might have a breakthrough and something. You have to be looking for something specific. Even though scientifically it might be true that if you do another 100,000 autopsies, you might get more information. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. But we can't matri serm based on that. That's a big yisoid in matri yisoid for pikuach nefesh. You have to teich pikuach nefesh. And Yehuda wrote that tshuva that's always quoted with a shayla like this. And the same thing would be for the kirv. You can't just generally Mechal Shabbos, even though based on numbers, based on stats, if you had to model it out, they do model it out. They, and they should. For every hundred people that get in, they expect one or two to become from, three or four not to, to marry, five or six not to have some feeling for the Jewish people. They model this stuff out, and the models are great. So based on the model, if you're an actuary, why don't you say, well, then we know for sure we're going to hit one or two. So why aren't we Mechal Shabbos? We'll get 200 people instead of 100 people. But that can't be the Maskana. So, remind me in a week or two when we recap, I want to point that out because there are some studs in the sugya that's easier to say that, but Lamaisa, you can't say that under any circumstance, no matter who you hold like. Whatever your position on Chatei B'Shosh So, we'll put that aside for now, but the Kasha is uh, an important Kasha. Of course the Bukhni is more important than the Gashmi but that doesn't mean you have an open-ended ticket, and the Nebihudu with the autopsies has to be factored in over here. Are we going to say there's a chaylul lefanecha? The answer is yeah. If you have 80% uh, assimilated and 55% intermarriage, 
then wouldn't you say it's a chayil of fanecha? The answer is yes and no. Yes, there's a problem of fanecha. No, that you can have a stat saying every hundred people you have one or two, but you can't point to those one or two and you don't know which ishtadlis does it. It's too ambiguous. Even though from an actuarial point of view, it's not ambiguous at all. You tell an actuary that the number of people are going to die in the next year or two, and that number, and that number is usually pretty accurate. The insurance companies make money on this. You tell them, well, that's not a real number. That's not reality. He'd get very upset. Because in his world, it's all about numbers. But Nadehuda says that's not the way you mat It has to be however you define that by autopsies and over here, but it can't be that everybody's moved. For the same reason, why I mentioned the beginning, we're very big on being Makayev, Kraver, Machaikim, it's very, very good. We don't empty out all the yeshivas from 10th grade on and say, do the rest homeschooling and everybody get out there. Why not? It's a Sakhanist Nafashis. So besides the fact that it's not sustainable and you're not going to have a critical mass and Kaleisos is going to fall apart, it's not even something that's mutter right now because you, we don't look at the sugya like that. That's the difference. And that's a, you begin to understand the importance of that backstop in this sugya because in this sugya, it vacillates so much and there are so many possibilities in the lumbers of it, you can come up with an incorrect conclusion. So that's just the midway comment, which we'll repeat probably at the end. Yeah? We mentioned here that Mike Tresh was known to the, the Friday night came. I said that last night. And he did that. That was during the war. That was a chayla lefanecha. He knew whoever didn't get out then was as good as dead. And they were 100% right about that. They didn't have any illusions. Everybody else had illusions. Or everybody else didn't want to hear. Suddenly in the White House. But he knew the facts. He didn't, but he didn't know who, who's people he's... No, no, no. He was filling out real affidavits for real people. But he didn't know... That. The Roshiva, Kamenovitz, when he was still there, when he got here, he worked even harder because he was able to do. They knew his X amount of Tamidim. They had names. Um, they, were do, they were saving real people. But, but, the, but no, he didn't have to know names. You don't have to know name, rank, and serial number, but there has to be a chayla fanechas. You'll say, today, the interconnect interconnected world and villages and cities uh, there's a chayla in the University of Paris and there is something to that but you can't just matter every yisr all day three days a day for that. that that can't come out and that by the autopsies in my here that has to be qualified and quantified so I'm, that's why I'm throwing it out now second kasha which uh, is a great metziah shayla was asked by Aaron after the shir um, the all the uh, kashas are duly noted. Sometimes they're three minutes after the shear. So he wanted to know, how can the Magad of Ram have a Chakira, which we're in the middle of explaining, trying to explain, on whether the Machaber that holds Yat Michal Shabbos to save the kidnapping. He says the Machaber is talking about a Godel and a Gadela. He's wondering if it applies to a Katana. He's on the one hand, they're not Machiavitz and Ritzvitz, and Mamela, why should we be Mechal Shabbos for them? They get kidnapped, they're Anusim, and um, they get brainwashed, they never have a mitzvah as Anusim. And I'm just wondering if you get into the clause of the Meshumud and uh, these henchmen, Rahmar Islam, and he's a 10 year old, an 11 year old, somebody even a 6 year old if you're a child of Chana, and the church starts taking you in and starts telling you to bow down he might get killed refusing 
that's very dangerous. So <laughs> what's the shy? We're talking about Ruchnius. There's an immediate Gashmias Dikasakana in this scenario, and nobody talks about that. I'm not sure why. So you say we were talking about three year olds and they're not gonna protest, but you see from Magavram Natsa, Magavram assumed the Machab is talking about adults, and now he's asking by children. Children range from zero to twelve, or zero to eleven. So why isn't that a cause for concern on a suffix Sakana? And uh, it's a very good question based on the Metzias, but uh, I believe that if anybody has an insight, we'll leave that as a Tsarachin on the Metzias. Not for the cotton. That's part of the debate here, which I didn't even get to yet, but let's assume the cotton's not high in any mitzvah, so they're not Yahar Vayavar. But he might do it because he was taught that you say Kriyash Malamita, and the church is telling him not to, and they're going to start hitting him and whipping him and torturing him. That's dangerous. Or withholding food. You have three areas, you have to... Cotton. Talk about cotton. Cotton's not high in Yahar Cotton is not high in Yahar Vayavar. Cotton's not high in any mitzvah. And there's no chinuch by her by ever, by the way. I just want to point out, there's no chinuch by... There's chinuch by almost everything, except for Tanesim, barring Yom Kippur, Avelis, and probably her by ever. What's the side of Shabbat in all three? We hope they never happen. That's a very good claw. I oversimplified that answer, because we've got to have a separate share on that one time. But that's the, that's the easy answer. When, oh, when I just said Milchana, these Tanesim, hopefully the Corbin will be gone, and Avelis, Bila, Mavaz, and Etzach, and Yahavayavar, all the villains will be gone. So that's one of the questions in this pile of one of our listeners who sent in two nights ago, and that's going to be part of the debate. But let's assume for a moment that they're not Mechayiv, but your question is, Mechayiv, not Mechayiv. The six-year-old's a proud yid, he's Mechunach, well, he knows you say, Kriyash Malamit, make brachas on food, and you still don't bow down to things on hanging from other objects. Uh, he's going to put up a fight, and they're going to beat him up. But why is that dangerous? So what I told you last night is true. They don't want him to be killed because when they hop somebody like this, they're very proud he's the poster boy and he'll probably become the Pope, unfortunately, because they're very smart. So they're not going to want to kill him, but it's still dangerous and he's going to get hit. Sometimes too hard. That could be dangerous. I, I hear the question. This yeah. That's why we're talking about this is cut and paste in the Middle Ages. Chuvas Arashba. But it can happen uh, anywhere, but it's... Uh, yeah, uh, for Kut- yeah. That's yeah, it's about the Holocaust. So we'll, um, we'll get to that, Mr. Shem. Yeah. Then you go on to Yaakov Shalom. What happens if you have a situation where you have a cholera who needs a kidney transplant right. or bone marrow transplant? Right. You have to test people for it. So, what would one be? Would they be allowed to do that? <sighs> yes, if they say we have to do this procedure. ASAP. But usually, the good news is it's not like that. They have big testing centers, and they test and they test. Then they call the people back who were likely matches. Once in a while, they do have a deadline. I think there was one case where, like, there was the last day. Then that's uh, if it's a deadline, that's a classic case, and that's that would be it, Yes, but you can't create. Uh, there's a serious thing, Leilin. It shouldn't be Nogea, but it's actually a very common shaila. There are some countries which shall remain nameless. Um, you're going to figure out who it is in a moment, who have an endless supply of organ donors. That's a big business. It's a big business. It's not America. Uh, people from America, and it's all go there, but it's not. Uh, and endless supply. Mamish endless. They haven't said no yet. And the good doctors, good medicine, and deep pockets going in, that is. Not going out to the deep pockets, people who give. 
and uh, you register and you go and uh, the Shaila is Ben S that's a very frightening Shaila because it's very enticing somebody who needs it it's a massive Chil Hashem because I think the world figured out that they're still denying of course but the world figured out that they have hundreds of people on death row whether they did anything wrong or not below the hospital in some cell and they're donning their case and then when somebody shows up who needs something they call them in and tell them we're sorry to hear that you're not feeling well we're going to give you something to make you feel better and they put them to sleep forever and then they harvest the organs so what kind of regime would do that so picture a regime that has endless amounts of people and has a lot of power and good medicine put that into your computer in your head and you'll figure out what the answer is there's really only one country that fits that description and uh, Lamaisa it's commonly done the question is is a mutter that's Groman killing somebody who might have done something wrong who's in prison anyway he's not a Gavakatili yet and, until you get there and uh, it's a, it might be a Chil Hashem. the question is Chil Hashem depends on how much everybody knows about this I could tell by the shock look in everybody's face that nobody knows about it in which case maybe it's not such a Chil Hashem because people might think they just have a lot of people and certain countries you jaywalk and you're in jail and if that's the law that's the law and smuggling could be they just have a lot of people in which case it's not us or if they're really on death row but there are some who are a fox fake that that's the case so not everything is mut that's a chilohim not everything is mut for the constant fascists and chil Hashem is one of the exceptions the question is chil Hashem has different gradations so just as a side it's a pretty frightening shayla and it's even frightening it's a good thing that we don't live there just in general that's a that's a little scary to be involved in such a regime and to be under their jurisdiction which we're not Baruch Hashem so another thing to say made them for uh, getting back to the Sam Sefer so we're going to go back to your uh, Katana with the uh, Yehar Vayavar please remind me uh, tomorrow or next week right now I want to make some headway in the Sam Sefer on page 3 Sam Sefer raised the Shaila last night He's talking about the institution that was taking care of the shaita, and they had some new improved methods of creating a matzav where they can actually make him into a bardas. So I think uh, Yehuda raised the shayla, well, if he comes bardas and he's not from, how's that going to help? The assumption is they're going to keep him from when that happens. So let's put that aside. His shayla is, can you put him in the institution in the first place? They're going to be feeding him the Vedas and Trefus and Safina Biyadayim, assuming that's the case, that signing him up is Safina Biyadayim, even though the Yidin don't stay there and feed him the Trefus. Right now, he's assuming that's Safina Biyadayim. Is that mutter? You wonder, what does that have to do with Asugya? It has everything to do with Asugya. So let's begin on page three, the second column. Nasal and Yenenu Anal. In Mushaita Kokach, she had Pater Mikol Mitzvah. Right now, he's Pater. Kalit Shaita Pater Mikol Mitzvah. The assumption is you can't put him in a matzah, we're going to be feeding him tarfus. Notice how he's hedging on that because he's going to bring rise later. It's not considered Safina Bidayim. Safina Bidayim for an adult on a child, even a one day old child or a shaita, is applicable when you're handing him the food. What if you put him in the tray? What if you put him in the institution? They're going to put it in his tray or hand it to him. So right now he's assuming it is a problem. He's going to try to deal with it according to that assumption. He's going to say later a different side. And by doing that, if we get him into this place, they might help him, and then we'll make him a bardas, and then he'll be able to do mitzvahs. 
ready for the next line? Better a little bit of tipple now, even with That sounds familiar. That's a paraphrase. That's significant already. That means he's quoting it based on Shem Manasya, assuming we're passing Shem Manasya also. Even though we use Vachai Bam, it includes more cases and includes fakus. He doesn't take a position on whether it's only a suffix or not. Let's assume now the institution has a great track record. Uh, I'll show you later on. The Shulchan Acharav says once we know Shmuel, then you could do this misafik for any of the shitas. Demik Sas. Now his dimyan is very interesting. See as we read this dimyan, if you can think of the chilik. Demik Sas Masai Shabbos. Very interesting case. Guy was on a cruise, and the Nebuchadnezzar hit a storm, and he is now shipwrecked. And he survives Baruch Hashem on some island. No clue where he is. No clue what day it is. He wakes up a week later, and it's a big place. So what's the din? So the din is, shouldn't use an island, because even if he's Mechal Shabbos to get to the edge of the island, he still doesn't have a boat. So let's use a desert. He's in a caravan, and the camel dies, and then he hits the uh, ground, wakes up, doesn't know what day of the week it is. So there's no phone reception. So... (laughs) We can't even think. He doesn't know what day of the week it is. He's not finding it anytime soon. He's the only guy around. There's nothing but sand dunes. So it's a Gemara. And the Gemara says he should walk as quickly as he can and be Mechal Shabbos as much as he needs to to get out of that masa as soon as he can because he has no food, very low in supplies, and it's dangerous. So the quicker he gets to wherever he's going, which he has no clue where he's going, but if you walk in a desert long enough, you'll probably hit either civilization or an oasis or some nomadic tribe that will no doubt treat, treat you very nicely and uh, bring you back. But you've got to get going. So the Gemara says, one thing we ask of him, he should, he could be Mechal Shabbos, if he finds a car, he could drive it, whatever he needs to do. But one day a week, he should keep a Shabbos, so he shouldn't forget the concept of a Shabbos. So, now, if he meets a lion on that day, he declares Shabbat as making Kiddush, he can continue driving. But if there's no direct sakana, going six days a week traveling is good enough. And we tell him that, mind you, he's arbitrarily picking a day. He has no clue. So, it's Russian roulette, but uh, we want to remember Shabbos, and we also want to tell him to get moving, so we can't say, be machmer and keep it like a Shabbos every day. So he picks one day. That's the Gemara, and he's going to describe what his rye is. Every day he does the minimum of what he needs for Bikur Nefashus. But he keeps walking. We tell him to keep walking and violate Tchum every day except for the one he is pretending at Shabbos or he's guessing it might be Shabbos because if he doesn't get moving he's going to be in danger. And then, as you're moving, try to minimize the Chal Shabbos. It doesn't impede your progress. Dafka Biyam Shemikadish, by the one he picks as Shabbos, arbitrarily. Then the Gemara discusses how fast should he walk, how far should he walk. Talia, Tchum Daraisa, Aloy, Shayamim, certainly Mutra Filam Adam, Tchum Daraisa, because he has to get moving as quickly as he can. So our case with the shaita in the institution, we need to get him out of this state. We can't get him out of this matzav unless we teach him. And they have the curriculum, they have the ability, 
and he's got to eat typhus now to get out of this matzah, similar to the guy in the desert. So far, so good. That's his dimyon. Next paragraph, Miu. Raya Gemur Enkan. And this chilek is important because it's going to come up a few times. The guy already is by mitzvah. He's chayiv in all halachas, including Shabbos. And he's just stuck temporarily in the midbar. So you want to get him out. Why should we be over there, sir? Being machabi adayim. So if he's going to eat typhus. So he can become a barchiv. He's not a barchiv now. Leave it alone. Now, you'll say, well, don't you want to help him? We do want to help him. We also want to help him without being a very certain. So he says, the guy in the desert island is Chayiv. Right now he's Potter. That's our Magan Avram. And he quotes our Magan Avram. And it sounds like the Magan Avram is having the Shaila. On the one hand, the Katniss Potter now, the church kidnapped him, which you were all asking. And he's on this side. So we're going to be Chal Shabbos. He's not Chayiv now. Assuming he's not dangerous. Uh, Magalam says, on the other hand, Chal Rav Shabbos Achaz, Kadesh Yishma Shabbos Habe. So it sounds like saying that's the suffix of the Magalam Ram. Atayim Beistim Metzuv and La Frisha, even though the father is a Chayiv Chayna, but it shows the lower Isser. Shigdom, Vietma Benem, and he grows up assimilated. He's an honest. Rahmane Patri, Vain Lachal Shabbos Alav. I Dilma, this is the suffix of the Magalam Ram. Dilma midavia bikor nefesh mechal of Shabbos, even though that's in Gashmias. Avagav da Asher in a chayba mitzvus kishiyamis harei hu chafshi mitzvus. Keep that in mind. We'll come back to that also. He's not chayv mitzvus now, and when he dies in a hundred years from now, he's not bechayv mitzvus. Once he dies, he's not chayv mitzvus. Maybe even after tchisam esim, he's only in a mitzvah. Vayavol achla godless of hilachim mechalin hachanami tekavase. So he's assuming the Magad Avram is holding like Rosh Hashem the Chalol of Shabbos Achas, and that's the other side of his Chakira. Do we really hold like that? Lamaisa? The Magad Avram is not sure. So he says, this sounds similar. The kid has no Chiv now. You want to help him out? Get out of the Chiv by doing Yisurim. And Shin Vav by us, by the Magad Avram, is Chalol Shabbos over here, Safina Biyadayim. Still in Yisur, and he says, Sarachim. Skip down to the next bracket, five lines later. Sherubanachim, the example from you find the kid and Sherubanachim, Shmuel holds, and Hochim, you've got to save his life. But you don't have no chid to Mechanachim, and he can't keep Shabbos. Shemutam and Vedas to Trevis, Vayenam and Zival Shabbosis, Efshar Osolol Lishpas Kadim Ben Shabbos. We don't even allow him to keep Shabbos, let alone lack of chid. Azlina Batsar Rav Nachim, it's Rav Akum. So he has a din of a guy, except for maybe saving his life. Shmuel holds there's a chiv, and we don't even pass like that straight away. You hear this? We're finding a baby according to Shmuel, and we're mechal Shabbos to save his life, and after you finish saving his life, he can't keep Shabbos. So <laughs> there's no Rabbi Shem Menasseh over here. If as far as only Chalel of Shabbos Achas, it should be also. So Elamai, we pass like Shmuel also, that he's a Yid, or he might be a Yid, Suffolk Yid, and Shmuel holds Enoch and Nefash Zachar Rov, Shaila Bodhi Passon like that, to what extent? Pash says, we don't, but even according to Shmuel, what are you saving him for? Mishumachi Kasa Taisis, Dana Tam Kadesh Yishazabi. And Taisis says, we don't pass like Hashem and Asiya, the real reason, and Mishum Nefesh Misrah, which is the Chaybem. It doesn't tell us that Taisis holds, we should never pass like Hashem and Asiya, never use the Sfar. It means the main Sfar is the Chaybem, which we spoke out already. Go to the next page. In Cain, three lines down. So now he asks on the Magad Avram. I don't understand why he's Masupik. 
this is a real important component here. Sam Sefer is commenting on what we've been discussing the last few nights, what the suffix of the Magad of Rami, he doesn't hear a suffix. We don't paskin, claims the Chassamah, we don't paskin of Shem And Haraya, even if he's not going to keep any of the Shabbos, will save many way because he's an Efesh Yisrael. But that's not going to help us in Ruchnius because he's alive and well in this institution and he'll stay alive. Alamai, you worried about his Ruchnius? So this is the first Achron we're quoting Befeirish that is suggesting we only pass like Shmuel and the other Sefer is irrelevant. And Magad Avram obviously was Masipic, but he doesn't understand why that's a suffix. He'll be assimilated in the brainwashing. He's going to grow older. He's going to be an honest. So, your question so maybe he's a He weighs in on two important things over here. He says, It has nothing to do with the Svarv. Or a limit for a svar of chalal shabbos achas kadesh mitzvah shabbos and the kids not mechuyiv in harvayaver as if he's ten years old they make him bow down he's not mechuyiv. You notice in the brackets here one second it says imlo mishum avodazar. I'm not sure what, why that's here and usually when you have brackets it means that there was some shalom because that undoes we're talking about being kidnapped by the church that's that's an important line sort of undoes the whole rest of the line. It's in parentheses, so we're not going to read it for now. I'll, I'll speak out in a moment what the Shaili is about the Yahavah but he assumes he's Pata. He's Pata now. He's Pata later. And he's alive, and the church will feed him well. So why are we allowed to be Mechal Shabbos? What's the suffix of the Magad of Ram? So here the Magad of Ram says Befeirish. He hears the other side a lot more. He doesn't understand what there is to ask about. Obviously the Magad of Ram wasn't convinced because he holds maybe we also pass him Shem and maybe this is in Yehovah back at Those are two distinct possibilities. The Psalm 7 doesn't like either of them. Those are two very distinct possibilities. And I'm going to address the second possibility in a moment. Let me just finish the paragraph. Now listen to this. Before the end of the paragraph. So right now it sounds like he's saying, you can't put him in. There's an of enemy of dime, and sorry, we can't help him. And he says, the Magad of Ram says, maybe you should help him get him to a matzah if he's chayv misses. And why should we get him to a matzah chayv misses? Now he's potter and uh, he'll be an honest later also. So he doesn't really think that's a sad. Lamaisa, he says for a different reason, not because of the suffix of the Magad of Ram, that we should be able to do it anyway. Mekamakam, but he the Magad of Ram near Lahokal for a different reason, to save the kid by the kidnapping case, even if it's a cotton, and perhaps over here as well. Mishum did Kolosabanis and Sefiyah Baratzen. What's going to happen, and that's, I alluded to this at the beginning of the sugya, he'll go in, and if they ever get him out later, he'll be an honest. So what's the problem? The answer is, he'll meet Yidin, he won't be a Tenshanishim anymore, because everybody's from, and he has a Chiyah to do Tshuva. And he might not, because he didn't grow up that way, and he's got a lot of Yetzirahs. This is where he says it, Beferish. So he's, not, he's very nervous about that, and he won't have a status Tenshanishim, he calls it Tchilasa, and he's a Seyfei Baratzan, so save him now so he shouldn't be in that matzah with that terrible Nisanyan with his Yetzirahar. He says, by the case of the kidnapping with the church, you want to help him out and maybe there's a tzad like the Magan of Ram because it'll be so when he gets out he won't be a Tengish Nishba after he meets people over here he's never going to meet anybody because he'll be a Shaita and even if he meets people he's not going to know the difference and therefore over here, that's not a reason to help him yet. 
Everybody following? There's a lot of ins and outs over here. He's going to have Tutstad Mulhokal in a moment. You know, let's, let's finish them first because I want to hold the thought and then we'll, we'll take the question. They come and come nearly. Next paragraph. Shiny Hacha Dilahu Vlachem Abdi Yisra Achshav Bishvilai. So now he has two very fascinating heterim. Remember, right now, he's holding his anonymous. I'll be anonymous now, I'll be anonymous later, and unlike the kid who was kidnapped by the church, if he ever gets free, he has choices. And he might make the wrong choices. And he doesn't agree with the Magadam Sakira. He thinks uh, we shouldn't be doing Averis for a cotton, but he says as far that maybe it's not an Averis. The whole thing is predicated on Safina Medayim, putting him in an institution, feeding him typhus is an Averis. So listen to this first Svar. He said, why shouldn't we do everything we can to make this child a regular badass and make him a functioning citizen and keeping mitzvahs? So he just spent the first half of Shuvah explaining we don't do it because we can't feed him tarfus. So he says, that's not so posh. Even though we're saying you're doing an iser of putting him in a matzah, we have to eat tarfus. Listen to this far. He says, He says, And is because you're hurting him. Remember, we said this on Tinta Manefesh Sugya? Even if it's a day old, you put that in the system, it's damaging, you can't be Safina Yadayim. But if you're doing it to get him to be Chaya Mitzvahs, then that's awesome. It's the biggest chiddush of the tshuva so far. But he has a raya. It doesn't say this for himself. Tesem talks about Korban Pesach. Second night in a row we're talking about Pesach. Korban Pesach. No, so you, it's a strict rule by Korban Pesach. You have to be signed up with a chabur. You have to be signed up on time. And if you don't come on time, you're not signed up. You can't come. That's that be asked. What are we saying? Called Dichman Yezaviyechal. We start to say there. It's not true. They said never because true in Gullus. Okay, that's the first thing your kid has in his bichel over there. That's the first cash he has on page one. So, uh, <laughs> if you remember, so uh, you have uh, Ketanim who are not signed up officially. Lemar says, "Well, how are you feeding him this? Or he can't eat it." So Taisa said, "The Masal Salabes Avis, Ramad Adam said, 'The Mashma Da Achilas Pischa Da Reisa, Elamatar Ainzal Limisalav." So Taisa says that mitzvah, we don't worry about giving him and we want the kids to come for the chinuch of coming to the state eating the carbon beza. He's not officially signed up, not a badass, and he's not signed up. Doesn't make a difference. Makam mitzvah, we can violate Safina Biyadayim. And the Ran says not so, and he says it would have been an Isser, but he splits it and he says the cotton is a chiv to eat it, and the chiv to be manui is not the rice in this case. So he says it's a bit of a machlekes. So Chiddush, if it's an instant Raisa, why should this be mutter Mokha Mitzvah? Here's a riot from Sadla Beisad that you fight all the kids without signing everybody up and they, there's no need to sign them up even though you're giving now you give me Mechale. Chazer is a Chavsa Shalista the Karpen Pesach has Kasher it's just a technicality he's not signed up but he holds it's a, it's a decent riot at least according to Tesis. Yeah. Why can't you just say uh, can't you say? He looks at it as a Chavsa Shalista let's say you have a grown kid let me ask you a question you have a 14 year old today do you ever hear of a teenager today? Do you ever hear such a Muslim? You know, you know kids? Yeah, of course, right? Yeah. It wasn't that common then. But today it's a question. So you hold the oath to be Maman him of the Karpen Pesach? Not the Din. Lots of love. You better know that for next year. You have to. Anybody over by Mitzvah for sure has to be a Manu. 
So he's trying to bring a riot that you see where Mekel wants to fit him a dime, but Mokamis, even though it's not a Chesed Shalissa over there. That's one possible Chiddush, but he admits it's the Lisa Machalikis Rishayinim. One more line in the next uh, column. He has another Tzad Lahokal that it's not Safin Medayim at all. And this is a big Machalikis. That's why he hedged before. He says, if you take Chazer and put it in his mouth, it's Safin Medayim, even a one day old, even a Shaita. Here, we're putting him in the institution and we're saying goodbye and we're coming back to visit. They're feeding him. It's not even dinner time when we come. And uh, this is a big machlekes when it comes to Shaila Safina Biyadayim. Putting on the tray is Safina Biyadayim. When there has to be a medicine or some food, it doesn't come up that often. But can we avoid Safina Biyadayim just putting it down in front of them and then we'll get to it without putting it in his mouth? So the three levels putting it in his mouth, putting it in the tray, which is all putting in the mouth, then putting it in the institution where they're not even eating now and they're going to get to it five hours later. So he suggests now, Makamahokal is that's not Safina Biyadayim. The whole assumption was that Safina Biyadayim, what are we going to do with this? But for our purposes, what we need for now is that he thinks that Katanam are not Mechayavis, if it's a girl, Chayav if it's a boy, and he doesn't understand why the Magad of Arm even gives it side. He holds his Pashit. We should not do our various for them if they're not Mechayav and they're Anusim, and they remain Anusim. He says he thinks he agrees with the Magad of Arm for different reasons that if he gets out of the church, he won't be an Anus, and then he might be a Pashe after a while, and therefore we should do something now about it, not put him in the Matzav. To briefly address what you're saying, what you were asking before, the tragically, the Shaila of whether Katanim were Mechuyev in Yehavayavar came up a lot in the Middle Ages and came up during the Holocaust. There is one of the kindnesses about this. There was a famous uh, massacre at York. The British have the distinction, not the British now, just ironic. They have to be of the Jewish communities, one of the bigger ones in Europe. They threw out the Eden twice. They invited them back in between because they needed them for the economy. Um, the other countries weren't smart enough to do that. So they just so folded. So one second. No, there's no way to go back to Spain. No. So, no, no, I said. So, York was a particularly horrific matzav where the last few Jews, it was two Tamil Chamim and many Katanim in a tower, and they had massacred most of the city already, and they were hiding in the tower, and the people who were uh, still bloodthirsty were trying to ram down the door. And it was the only question of time. This is told over by Dasa Kainam and Chumish, and this the whole story behind the Piyat. And uh, it's in the context of Aches Dimchem Lanashasechem Edrush. Is there any heter for suicide in any situation? If you're not going to be a Mibinisayan, the Shaila from Shoal, is it a Raya? Shoal killed himself, did he want to be caught alive? It'd be a Chil Vashem. Normally there's no heter, but there are exceptions. And Lamaisa, the two. Whether they should kill the kids before they get in. They had 20 minutes to discuss it, and then Pashtas on paper, they're all, statistically, they're all going to be dead. The only difference is sometimes, per the original case, they killed the adults, and if they had kids, they would take them away, like this whole discussion. So one of the Rabbanim there felt very strongly that, the uh, Shemayim felt very strongly that uh, we can't do nothing and just let them grow up as uh, Goyim, as Christians, and, and we better kill them or we're in charge of returning their neshama to her. And the other one said, absolutely not, they're not chayiv in Yehar Vayavar, and it's not our business, and like, you know, the kind of threw the keys up to a Baruch Hu the Chorban. It's not our decision, and it's not our issue, and we tried our best, and um, you can't do it with Sicha 
That's quite a machlekes. What? The first one held that they're mechuyiv to make sure they don't end up doing avodazar. Now, like the Chassam Sefer, by the way, there's another tzad like that first tzad because not a question of now. It's a question of they might get out and meet other yidden and then not make the right decisions. With the Chassam Sefer, it lights up the whole machlekes. So serious machlekes, two very serious, huge tamid chachamim. And he started acting upon it. The other one was uh, protesting, and that's an understatement. And he uh, said in his anger that if uh, I'm right, you know, they're going to catch you and it's going to be upon him. Obviously, the end of the story was they, uh, you never know what's going on there, but the prince or the duke of the city would sometimes step in when 99% of the people were dead already, maybe to look like a hero. Uh, who knows? Well, like, why did he stop it earlier? But uh, it was over after that, and this one survived. That's how we know the story. And the kids didn't, and and he didn't, the other one who acted upon it. It's not a raya we pass on like it. People, when they tell the story, bring it as a raya. That, oh, you see, was that, that's hard historically to do. And like the Sam Sefer, it's not so push it. Sam Sefer is talking about doing an Avera to help them so they shouldn't be in a worse matzah later. It doesn't talk about killing them. It doesn't mean the Sam Sefer would agree with that. And the working assumption is we don't pass on like it. And in the Holocaust, it was done all the time. We probably all know people we all know people. I have family met Baruch Hashem who made it out from because they were rescued afterwards. That's rare. Uh, I, I have cousins that are still one is still alive, and she was brought up uh, in, a, in a Christian house. And then the other one was a, the the one she married was uh, was also I, he was a partisan for a while. And then it, we all know stories like this. What's the psak? Some of them asked the child, some of them didn't. If they would ask, the psak is mutter mutter slash mechuyiv. Ah, the chance of getting them back is not great. Most of them didn't get back. Many of them didn't get back. And many of them weren't from when they got back. They weren't interested. They, the war lasted four, four more years. And uh, they were mamish in the Tengashin so I'm safer with the Pshia, but they got up. A lot of people weren't from then. Very tragic. The Psaka the assumption is the kids are not Mechuyiv in these mitzvahs, like any mitzvahs. There's no Chinuch on Yavayavar. Not on kids. On adults, on that not-so-positive note, we'll have a more rosier outlook tomorrow.